This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meow Mix Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And this is our game preview podcast. We will be previewing week four of the NFL season for the Carolina Panthers, visiting the Houston Texans this week. We'll also go over some power rankings and some NFL news. But right off the bat here, let's talk about the latest news on Cam Newton and his injury. It seems like sources have been confirming that it is a Liz Frank foot injury. We discussed this a couple episodes ago, I think. And um, this is a major injury for Cam. It's the worst case scenario for uh, the midfoot sprain that they kept calling. Um, Without surgery, it's typically about six weeks. And with surgery, it'll probably be a season ender. Yeah, as of right now, he's trying to avoid surgery. So it looks like this is probably going to be on the, if I had to guess, six to eight weeks time frame. Uh, probably looking at him coming back no earlier than the week after the bye. And maybe even a week or two after that. So Cal Allen's going to be our quarterback for a while. Yeah, he really is. Um, we did a Twitter poll, just kind of a guesstimation of what the fans were thinking and by a large margin, uh, two to four weeks is what they're expecting for how long he's going to be out. I probably would have gone five to six just because it seems like they really want him to get back 100% healthy. So I think they're going to hold off a little bit more. Yeah, I would be very surprised unless Kyle Allen gets hurt or the offense just falls apart. I would be very surprised if he comes back before the bye week. Um Again, he he is trying to avoid surgery. I think oftentimes with this type of injury, if there's a broken bone or a torn ligament, surgery is almost a definite. It sounds like that's not the case here. So he should be okay with not having surgery. It just takes some time. So we got to hope that when he comes back, he's the Cam Newton we remember and not this Cam Newton that we've seen the last, you know, 10 weeks of, regular season football yeah let's hope uh i did kind of want to bring up the fact that ron rivera kind of knew about the injury that and how severe it was yet he still trotted him out there week one and week two i mean come on ron i mean you You did this last year you did this last year with his shoulder and it lost you so many games why are you doing this again learn from your mistakes i i did see that a lot of times players can play if it's kind of a minor-ish Liz Frank injury, mm-hmm. uh, if they can kind of play about 85% effectiveness. But obviously, Cam's was not minor, and certainly when he re-aggravated it has now become maybe not major, but certainly a concern for him to where he needs to actually rest that foot for more than the 10 days between our last preseason game and first regular season game. 
Yeah, and I hope he really doesn't try to rush himself back because that could only lead to more negative things for him as he's he's struggled with his health lately. He really needs to get healthy. But I, I can see where he may fear for his job. Cam is he's a warrior and he's yeah. gonna wanna be out there. And sometimes if you're the Panthers or particularly the medical staff, who also should really be reprimanded here for even allowing Rivera to make that decision. Uh, yeah. uh, you gotta you gotta save Cam from himself. And, and that's how he's always been. That. Right. I mean, he, again, we've discussed this before. He's always he's a player. He wants to play, even if he didn't look ha- like he was having fun. Which now we know why. It's because he probably was hurting. Right. I mean, he's gonna want to go out there and play. Well, it it hurt the offense to not have him be able to, for instance, run a QB sneak to win the game. Yeah. Or to uh, pick up a key first down, or or plant his foot to make right. more accurate passes. Exactly. So not only was Rivera hurting Cam, the player, but he was hurting the Panthers as well. Mm-hmm. And I would guess that he just did not have faith in Kyle Allen. Well, or, I mean, Kyle Allen's Greer. preseason looked pretty bad. I mean, I know it's not everything right. on him, but his that preseason, we were, I was screaming to bring in a guy because of That's just true. the situation. Yeah. But Kyle Allen proved me wrong that he was at least ready for one start. And I was pre- preaching a little bit of caution there just because Cam Newton has looked bad in preseason and preseasons past. And the vanilla offense you run in preseason, the backup players that Kyle Allen was playing with, does it surprise me he went for four touchdowns and 144 passer rating in his first game? Yes. <laughs> well, definitely Hunt, surprises me. Hunt I think it surprised everyone. You, uh, you went under, so... That's true. That's true. Well, I thought, I thought that it would be more of a running game because of his struggles in preseason and because of Ron Rivera, who doesn't put trust in rookies. Yeah. We know this. So yeah, I, I think maybe he even succeeded in spite of Ron Rivera. Could be. He made some amazing plays. Um, I've gone back and looked at some video from the game and just watching some of the plays that he made that Cam has not made the first two weeks, you know, specifically being able to avoid the pressure and getting the ball out quick when pressure's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one play where I don't remember the defender, but he was basically just coming straight up the middle at Kyle Allen and Allen just threw a bullet to a covered Greg Olson but put it in a perfect spot where Greg was able to catch it. And instead of a sack, which Cam would have definitely taken, he makes an amazing completion for 14 yards and a first down. Yeah. And that brings up actually our Meow Mix mailbag question this week. Um, it was from Jacob from Concord. He goes, how do you feel about Kyle Allen, which we've just went over? And how would you feel if he has to start the rest of the season? Why don't you go ahead and answer this one first? Uh, I am not 100% sold on Kyle Allen yet. I think he had a great game against the Cardinals. But the Cardinals are a bad defensive team. Uh, he looked really good. I I question whether Cam could have looked that good. But he was very accurate, which I think this team needs. He looked very poised with a porous offensive line out there. 
uh, and he just made the throws when he needed to make the throws. So you're hold- withholding judgment in, in terms of how long you want to see him out there or how comfortable yes. you'd be if he had to play. Yes. So here's the way I'll answer the question. If Cam Newton... <coughs> excuse me. If Cam Newton does not return to 100%, and I mean 100%, mm-hmm. then I am very comfortable with Kyle Allen out there because he's a better quarterback. Well, yeah, if he's not 100%, I think Kyle Allen's a better quarterback, starting quarterback, than a injured Cam Newton. Yeah. I also think I would want to see what else he's got because if he looks this good, if he can continue to look good, then you know questions arise in the future for this team. I think Cal Allen's already made a lot of money for next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is his final season under contract for us, which is kind of a bummer for us. But <laughs> he, um, like I said, if, if Cam is hurt, then I'm very comfortable with Kyle Allen. I think just the regular season games that we've seen him in, all the results have been positive. Yeah. And he uh, may very fit, positive. He may fit what North Turner wants to do better anyways. North Turner, you know, may want that short, quick passing game. Well, he does. We know that. I mean, look look at how bad our offensive line. I keep bringing this up because how bad they've been playing. I mean, he was getting the ball out quickly and made the right reads quickly. And that's something Cam seems to struggle with even when he's healthy. He holds on to the ball a little too long and going through his progressions. That's always been a Cam fault is mm-hmm. holding onto the ball, trying to do too much, right? Allen took what the defense gave him. Yep. Uh, he did. He made some aggressive throws when he had to. But overall, I, I do think that his style of quarterbacking does fit North Turner's offense better than Cam's style of quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. And Norv hasn't really, I mean, Norv has tried to force Cam into his offense, right? He has not created an offense around Cam, which is, I think, unfortunate for Cam. I, even though we're saying we get, he gave, he took what the defenses gave him. He had 8.3 yards per pass through the air. By comparison, that's higher than Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott's right now. Who's leading the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't taking just dip and dunks. He was ta- throwing the ball, forcing it down the field. I guess what I meant by that was instead of taking a sack, mm-hmm. he he would find an open guy. Or yeah. he would dump it down to Olsen or McCaffrey or whoever. Uh, but like I said, he, he was making some aggressive throws for sure. And you mentioned the offensive line. The offensive line is pretty bad right now. Yeah, I don't... We'll see if if uh, Greg Little coming in for um, Trey Turner, if that or Daryl Williams. I'm sorry, if that um, improves the line at all. But I have not been excited to watch this offensive line. They're putting the quarterbacks, whoever it is back there, in a lot of peril. Yeah, I mean, there's no. We spent money on it this year. It's on paper was supposed to be a lot better, and it looks awful. Well, Darrell Williams obviously has not come back from his injury with well, a- any sort of uh, like he was before the injury. Well, he would never play left tackle before the injury. 
that could be it. He may be a right-handed style player where he he was an all-pro on the right side. He may be only a right ta- tackle, and they forced him into this left tackle spot where he may no longer be good. He may just not be good at. That's true. And maybe with Greg Little coming in, and if he can hold his own on that line at left tackle, uh, maybe Williams can move back. Moten can move to a guard position. Or vice versa. I, I yeah. think Moten has, even though he has given up a sack or two, I say you go with the younger option on the right tackle unless he's just playing awful and maybe move Daryl Williams into a guard position if you know Trey Turner or Greg Van Roten aren't up to stuff. Well, this offensive line is definitely in flux right now, and I hope that Rivera and company, Norv, they play around with it a little bit and try to find a combination that works. Yeah, I do too. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to NFL news. There's not much currently going on this week. Uh, it has been reported that Melvin Gordon will probably end his holdout soon and report to the Chargers practicing. Uh, not surprised. He has no leverage. I mean, Eckler is looking dominant out there, so he's probably... Yes. Ending the worst devised holdout in NFL history, maybe. Yes. This guy had zero leverage, and he's just wasted money. Yeah, He's going to come back before even the November 30th deadline or whatever it was to where he had to come back. He's basically capitulating and coming back, and I hope they don't, I hope they don't play him a lot. I, I don't mean, either. I kind of hope they continue on with Austin Eckler. Yeah. Uh, selfishly, I hope that because he's one of my fantasy stars so far. But uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, just I, he, he's not that much better than Eckler and Jackson, who are currently running away with those spots on that team. And also, just as a reminder, left tackle Trent Williams is still holding out from Washington Redskins. No end in sight. He is not going back there, he says. Doesn't sound like they're interested in paying him or trading him at this point, so I guess they'll just hold on to him and see what happens next year. Now, going south now to Jacksonville, after requesting a trade, Jalen Ramsey missed practice on Monday with, in quotation marks, flu. Mm -hmm. Now, all of his representation and everyone says he is actually sick. Uh And this is just bad timing. But... Man, what a coincidence if that's the case. Yeah. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I I don't think anybody buys it. <laughs> he said he didn't want to cause any disruption in the team, but yet all this disruption from him requesting the trade is coming through. Yep. Uh, Giants running back Saquon Bar- Barkley is seeking a second opinion on his high ankle sprain. Very huge injury for the Giants. Uh, I guess he wants a second opinion. He's going to go out and search it. Doesn't look good when you want a second opinion. Yeah, I think he was actually in Charlotte. Um, James Andrews, I believe, is who he went to look uh, to uh, seek that second opinion. James Andrews considered one of the best doctors in the NFL. So, yeah, whenever you hear about surgeries, it's always yeah. his name is like one of two or three that right. you always hear. Yeah. So, I don't know what Saquon's looking for. If he's looking for someone to give him a 
rosier outlook on his in- injury or if he's looking to see if he needs surgery. I don't know, but a high ankle sprain, that's something that lingers. And yeah. even though they're saying four to eight weeks, which is <laughs> that's a pretty huge time frame, four to eight weeks. But, um, I mean, this is something that could affect him for the rest of the season easily. Yeah. I, the Giants aren't, let's be honest, the Giants aren't going to the playoffs, but they need somebody there to help Daniel Jones grow. So they'll try to force him out there, I'd assume. Now, maybe. I mean, that that offense looked pretty good without him last week. So, all right, let's move over to our next segment, Power Rankings. Jerry has not seen the Power Rankings yet. Nope. Last week, we were ranked 23rd. And again, this is the NFL.com Power Rankings. By Dan Hansis. Dan Hansis. Um, So, last week, he had us ranked 23rd, which felt, felt about right. Yeah. After that uh, horrible loss to Tampa, yes. Right. So we got a victory. We're mm-hmm. sitting at one and two. The victory did come against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Who was that one may... spot above us, I remember that. Right. That may have something to do with where we are currently. I will tell you. Hey, don't give me any hints. I don't want hits. Well, I, I already had my prediction ready. I will tell you this. That the Cardinals, <sighs> the Cardinals have dropped to 29th. Hmm. They were 28th, by the way, last well, week. Well, that doesn't go well for what I was going to predict, so I'm going to adjust my prediction now. What was your in- initial prediction? I think we bumped back up to 18. Okay, and what is your adjusted prediction? I'm going to go 20. I'm going to say that he didn't like us that much beating the Cardinals as bad as we did. Well, you should have gone right in the middle, my friend. 19. 19th. Woo! are 19th. Yep, uh, we are one spot ahead of the Falcons. Woohoo! It's always feels best to beat the Falcons. The Falcons, who actually jumped up a position after a loss. Ooh, who did they lose to? Uh, they lost to the Colts, twenty-seven twenty-four. That's right. I mean, I don't know if you can really move. I guess there are some other teams now. I have no clue as my big riser this week. I'm gonna maybe Green Bay. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Uh, let's see. Green Bay did move up to fifth in the rankings, mm-hmm. but only two spots up. Oh, I didn't realize they were that high last week. Yeah, I think if you think about it for a second, think about young quarterbacks who look. Uh, like Giants. Yeah. yeah, the Giants up eight spots. To twenty third, yeah. By the way, up from I mean, they have a, a competent quarterback back there that can move. So yeah, I get it. Even though they lose probably one of the, if not the best running back in the league. The Jags also up seven spots to well, the seventieth porn star. There, people are starting to believe in him. Yeah, the Jags actually leapfrogged us to move up one spot ahead of us. Mm. Um couple of teams dropped nine spots, Ooh. which is the highest. So any thoughts? You have two chances here to get one. Both coming off losses, obviously. I, I, I have no clue on this. This is, is a little surprising to me. The Seahawks dropped from 6th to 15th. Yeah, that. I mean, that was a... Well, I guess it wasn't that close of a game, but still. I think... Losing to 
Teddy Two Gloves and the Saints. Maybe uh, if you're not high on Teddy Bridgewater, that's a big loss, bad loss. Yeah, I get that. And then Philadelphia dropped from 8th to 17th. Yeah, all those injuries are racking up for them. That That's kind of brutal. Yeah. Um, the the uh, Cleveland Browns also dropped six spots down to 15th. But uh, they're supposed to be the paper champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, i got a question for you. Yeah. Where's Houston? Houston is 12th. All right. Wow, they're really up there. They're 2-1. They're 12th. So, yeah, they're right ahead of their AFC AFC South uh, mate, Indianapolis, is mm-hmm. 13th. Which I'm surprised they're not a little higher up. But I guess the jury's still out on Brissett for Dan Hansis. <laughs> uh, let's run through the top 10 real quick. Uh, the top three stay the same. The Patriots, number one. Chiefs, two. Rams, three. Uh, Cowboys stick at four. And then you had the Packers up to fifth. Buffalo Bills up to sixth. Wow. Three and oh with their big, big matchup this week for them. The Patriots. Yeah. Uh, another kind of surprise in the top 10, the San Francisco 49ers. They, they've looked good. I they mean, have, they, they had that first, good. they had that rough first game, but other than that, I mean, they still won it and they're yeah. moving on. 3 0 for the first time since 1998. Mm. It's been a long time. Uh, Bears up to eighth. Then mm-hmm. the Vikings at nine and the Saints all the way up to 10. I think they're going to be back down to yeah, 16th I think or 17th little, after next week. I don't want to say lucky, but that. It's easier to play from ahead like they did than chasing, which I think they might be doing. Well, their first two touchdowns came on a special teams play and a defense play. Exactly. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater gets spotted 14 points before he even walks out the on the field. So that's, uh, you know, good for him, but whatever. Um, I think that's about all. You know, Dolphins still bringing up the rear. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Jets are the new 31st place team. So those are about the only interesting ones, I guess. Everybody else is kind of where you'd expect. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our game preview. Take a deep breath in. Now count to 10. There. Don't you feel better already? No. Why not? Oh. That's because that's anger management crap. Join me and learn real ways to overcome your anger. I share my own struggles and journey to break free of destructive anger. I will give you ideas and insight that will bring you to a place of healthy anger. Yes, there is such a thing. Learn how on that anger management crap with Matthew Plotner. And we are back. So, Houston hosting the Carolina Panthers. Carolina is 2-2 two and two all time against the Texans. This is only the fifth time that we've actually played the Houston Texans in the regular season. Uh, that is the fewest times we've played a team in our franchise history. So, yay. Um, <laughs> we have played, actually, at Houston Stadium one other time in the regular season. Well, I, I guess it's not the regular season, but 
we did play the Super Bowl there. Yeah. In 2003. So, um, this is the first time that Deshaun Watson will play the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, kind of a little bit of a homecoming from, you know, Clemson and now here. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he's been playing really well. Yeah, um, he's uh, 65% completion, six touchdowns, one interception. So he's got a passer rating of 108. Yeah. And he, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's, uh, even though they're only 21st ranked uh, passing offense, I think he's what we're really going to have to key in on because he can beat you with the legs. He can beat you with the arm, and he has a great receiver in DeAndre Hopkins out there. Um, and then they could just beat you with the play action because of that. Um, yeah. Carlos of, Hyde has a resurgent there, too. Yeah, I, I always forget that Carlos Hyde's actually there now. That guy's been—he's he's made a trip around the league. Yeah, he's, he's had 192 rushing yards already in three games, averaging wow. 4.8 yards per carry. Okay. And that's— yeah. That's solid. Yeah, that's a lot better than I expected when I kind of looked up his stats. Yeah. But well, I think the whole Deshaun Watson back there kind of frees him up because anytime it's a read option, you're going to monitor Deshaun a little bit more because he has that long legs, long stride, and he can really burden you. Well, we've seen you know firsthand how a running quarterback affects the running game, and mm -hmm. it's not something that you can – not game plan for so yeah uh, watching i hope that carolina took their their lesson from last week where we started the second half with speed on defense because mm -hmm. that's what we're going to need against the sean watson yeah i hope ron learned slashed kind of goes with that same type of formula you know the only difference is they have deandre hopkins who you're gonna have to guard deep because even when he's covered he's open yeah, well, I'm. I, that's going to be where Bradbury, I would assume, is going to make his money, is trying to shut down Deshaun Watson, or I'm sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so far, Bradbury's been up to the task. Yeah, uh, I think he's when he's targeted. I think he's only given up a 27 quarterback rating to the opposing quarterback, so they're trying to avoid him. So this will be a really good spot for where he can shine slash, you know. Make his money for next year. Yeah. Going to need uh, D-Jax to step up as well. I yeah. know he, you know, two interceptions last week, but we did mention that there were a few plays that we thought he blew a little bit. Uh, certainly one play where he got lucky, where mm -hmm. uh, he completely blew his assignment and the receiver did not catch the ball. Um, so definitely going to need D-Jax to step up on that other side to help Bradbury out. Yeah, he's being targeted left and right by Jameis Winston. Made him look silly. Um, last week, Murray kept targeting his way. He needs to step his game up. Cause it's going to be a huge advantage for us if Bradbury can actually shut down DeAndre and basically take one side of the field away. Mm -hmm. If he can do that, then I feel pretty good about our chances in this game. Yeah, but I don't know if Bradbury can do it alone. I He's been playing out of his mind this year. But, like I said, he is probably the best receiver in the league or one of the two, top two or three. He's certainly up there, but, you know, Bradbury did shut down uh, Mike Evans, mm -hmm. who has been tearing everybody else up. Um, 
played very well last week against Arizona's, eh, you know, whatever receivers. Larry Fitzgerald's pretty good. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald's. I mean, they shut him down. And then week one, we played the Rams, who have all kinds of great receivers out there. Yeah, so You're right. You're right. Hopefully he can step up. Um, like I said, I was kind of surprised that Houston's offense is actually ranked 10th overall in rushing. So when I when I read that, I assumed it was Deshaun. But like I said, it's Carlos Hyde. Uh, Duke Johnson, who everybody thought was going to really kind of be the starting back, not doing much. 17 rushes, 90 yards. He's got a good average, but they're just really feeding the ball to Carlos Hyde. Well, we know how to shut down the run if we have to. So I just hope that, like I said, as long as Rivera learned that lesson from last week and is able to put speed out there and those guys respond like they did last week, uh, I think we can get to Deshaun Watson. We were able to shut Murray down in the second half last week, you know, but he did. He definitely ran a little wild on us in the first half. So I think it's going to be, I think it's a benefit to us that we're playing Deshaun Watson one week after that. So Ron hasn't had time to forget how to shut down that type of running quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but I, um, that's probably the matchup that I'm most looking forward to seeing is our defense against Deshaun Watson. Me too. And for all the work that they did in giving up two draft pit, uh, first round draft picks for Laramie Tunsil, uh, PFF ranks their O-line as still 28th in the league. <laughs> so it's still not really that good. So, I mean, Tunsil's very good against the pass. That's per PFF, but they still have given up 12 sacks in the three games, given up four sacks per game. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe we can get after him a little bit, at least try to make sure we contain him. That's a big thing with him. Right. They've given up, like you said, 12 sacks. That's 28th in the league. And we have 12 sacks, which is third in the league. So yeah. this is, you you would think on paper, a pretty good matchup for us. Uh, we also rank second in passing yards allowed at yeah. just 295. So in this league, you know, having giving up under 300 yards passing per game is pretty stout. Yeah, especially who we faced in the Rams and Arizona. Unfortunately, the only game I think we've had a really bad game against the pass was against Tampa Bay. Right. And and they had, by my eye test, they have the worst passing team between those three. Uh, I don't know. Arizona's pretty bad. Yeah, well, I mean, they still... At least, I mean, Arizona doesn't have Mike Evans. Any team that's got Mike Evans can't be the worst in the league. (laughs) Well, no, they're not the worst in the league, but, you know, they're averaging over 300 yards before we played them last week. Yeah. Well, you know, Jameis Winston is one of those guys that racks up a lot of yards, Mm -hmm. but makes a ton of mistakes. He just didn't make enough mistakes against us in that game, unfortunately. But uh, let's move over to the offensive side of the ball. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I do want to talk about one little Uh stat here. Spider Burns has a third highest pass rush win percentage in the league at 29%. That's of all the league. Not rookies or anything. Just all the league. So we need to get him out there a little bit more, in my opinion. So he's just a beast. I wish I could show you this gif right now that I saw where he goes up against the left tackle for the Cardinals, he makes him look silly. He just breaks his ankles, goes around, and hits Kyler Murray. It was beautiful. 
Yeah, uh, that seems to be <clears throat> yet another first round win for Marty Herney. Yeah. That guy knows how to draft in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. truly does. Um, all right. So now let's move over to the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Allen is going to get his second start of the year, and he goes up against a defense that we should be able to move the ball against. They're 22nd in total defense. Um, Houston is. So I think this is a pretty good matchup for Kyle Allen specifically in the offense. Defense is going to have a little trouble, but this is a really good matchup for Kyle Allen. I look forward to seeing how, if he's able to replicate that success that he had against Arizona. Yeah, it really is. Uh, they're 23 against or 23rd against the pass and 15th against the run. So I think kind of our mantra should be the same as last week, kind of rush the ball, get the ball out of Kyle Allen's hands fast, and then really use that play action. Yeah, the, I think the play action was a very solid point for Kyle Allen last week. He, mm-hmm. I saw some stat where he was just had an outstanding passer rating when going with play action. Uh, but he even had a really nice game um, with pressure coming at him as well. So yeah. <clears throat> I think Kyle Allen, you know, this is going to be a – more of a prove-it game for him. Going up against Arizona, who has one of the worst defenses in the league, to Houston, who, you know, historically has had a very good defense. They pride themselves on their defense. They're having a little bit of a down year so far. But J.J. Watt kind of got off a little bit last week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've got playmakers on defense. So this is going to be certainly more of a test for Kyle Allen. I think he's going to come out and play well. Yeah, uh, Whitney Merciless is having a career year right now. With Javian Clowney moving over to Seattle, they are all high on him, and he's been playing out of his mind. He leads the team in sacks right now with four. So he's another guy we got to watch out for, especially considering PFF ranks are um, pass blocking as the last in the league right now. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I'm hoping that, like we kind of talked about earlier, that moving Greg Little into the starting lineup and maybe shuffling a few of those guys around can do some mm-hmm. some improvement on that line. But uh, Whitney Merciless, by the way, is maybe my favorite name in the NFL because it's like a yin and a yang. Like Whitney. <laughs> oh, I'm not scared of anybody named Whitney. Merciless. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified of this guy named Merciless. Uh, yeah. It's, uh... I never thought of that before, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I like that. Uh... All right. So, you know, Christian McCaffrey can't talk about the offense without talking about him. Had a huge, huge game last week. A lot of it coming on one big run, 76 yard touchdown run. Longest uh, five... of his career. Longest of his career, he reached uh, 21.01 miles per hour. Pretty fast. Um, yeah. He outran a couple of very fast defensive backs for Arizona. So anytime I think he would get a ticket in a school zone, just to let you know. <laughs> That's true. I hope he doesn't <laughs> pass school buses. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, anytime your running back can outrun defensive backs on the opposite team, that's pretty solid. You've got a fast running back. So um, don't know that he'll have another 150-yard rushing game, but I expect him to get into triple digits. And if he does, then I think we're solid. I do too. I think if he gets into the triple digits, that frees up Kyle Allen to make his passes and really eats up that play action. I think that's that's the key to the game, in my opinion. 
just really same game plan run and you know you well, call out him quick right. passes you know you've got a young quarterback even though he had a great game last week you know let's still understand he's a young quarterback who hasn't seen a ton of action in the NFL anytime that your running game can be a bright spot for you and take a lot of that load off of the offense then your your young quarterback is going to do nothing but benefit from that and mm-hmm. those play action passes that's what sets up your big plays. So yeah, yeah. Um, Greg Olson leading Dude. the league or leading the uh, team so far in receptions and yards at thirty-four years old. Thirty-four year old Greg Olson. <laughs> we don't have to keep saying his age. I know <laughs> that the the Cardinals commentator constantly said it, but we don't have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think this is going to be another good game for him. Uh, I think as long as Kyle Allen's in there, he's going to be looking for that big receiver. And Greg Olson is our big receiver. Yeah. I kind of want to see an end around too this week. I know we played a lot of it last year, but we haven't done it at all this year. I know we did a little trick play where we didn't a couple times, but we had a little trickish play last week where they like you said they faked the end around and then they sort of did a different end around but it was kind of an inside end around and oh yeah that was a creative yeah. little play it did work it yeah. did work i think we got a first down on it so but yeah I, I i would like to see the offense open up a little bit like you're mm-hmm. saying let's see some of those end arounds some of those i mean last year uh dj moore led the league in wide receiver rushing yeah let's see a little bit more of that i mean that was working let's see some drag routes from you know, Samuel and DJ Moore, who are dangerous with the ball in their hand. Right. Get them into space and see what can happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what time it is. It's time for the beer bed of the week. Ow! I don't know why I held like a, like a wolf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think this week we will go defense. Mm-hmm. Carolina had eight sacks against Arizona last week. Beautiful. Don't know that we'll be able to replicate that, but let's set the over-under at four and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll take the over. Okay. I don't know that we'll get to eight, but I think given how Houston is one of the worst at the league in giving up sacks, I think that we're going to be able to get to the quarterback. I think that Rivera will play that fast defense like he did last week, and we're going to get five or six sacks. And that's going to put us right in the driver's seat of this game. Well, I'm going to be negative Nancy here. I'm going uh, under. The only reason why I'm going under is literally stat-wise. They are giving up four sacks a game, and we are getting four sacks a game. So I'm going to go strictly on the <laughs> the stat-wise. Well, somebody had to go under. It is the beer bet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't win this one like I have won the past three. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our bold predictions. Why don't you kick it off? For my bold prediction, I'm going to go back to Kyle Allen. He had a great game against the Cardinals. And I think he's going to continue having great games. I think he's going to throw for an R4 touchdown game. Oh, wow. Back to back. Wow. That is bold. Mm-hmm. Well, my bold prediction also has to do with the offense. <clears throat> Last week, we had 
a fifth was it a 52 yard touchdown pass mm-hmm. i think that's the yardage and a 76 yard touchdown run mm-hmm. i think we have our longest scoring play of the year in this okay. game all right so over 76 yards over 76 yards all and right i'll even go a little bit further i think it's going to be an 82 yard pass to <laughs> curtis samuel I could see that. I really can. I think that's what's going to happen this week. I don't think their secondary is that great, and I think we he can get behind them. Yeah, I agree. As long as the O-line protects Kyle Allen and gives him a little time, I think that could be right on. We will yeah. definitely revisit our beer bet and predictions in our recap show. Yes. And what is your score prediction? Uh, I believe that the Carolina Panthers are going to win this game, but it's going to be a close one. I know normally I I have some pretty wild score predictions, but I think this one is going to be 24-21 Carolina. Ah, I'm going Carolina as well. Got to do the Homer thing. I'm thinking 31-24. Oh, wow. Okay. I I I think Kyle Allen's getting this offense rolling. I think he may may be what North Turner wants in a quarterback. So you're saying that Christian McCaffrey will not have a rushing touchdown in this game. Because you said Kyle Allen would throw for four touchdowns and you've got a scoring 31 points. Yeah. Which means I, a, I, a Joey Sly, a Sir Joey Sly field goal. Yep. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I'm going with. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I, it could it could be a screen to Christian McCaffrey or a little dump off pass, and he can get in. Oh, I'm just assuming that he's going to score a touchdown somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, this is what he does. Now, let's move on to a look at the battle for the NFC South crown with the division opponents. Uh, the division has some tough games besides us facing Houston this week. The New Orleans Saints face the undefeated Dallas Cowboys in New Orleans. That's a Sunday night game. Yep. Prime time. And that's in New Orleans. But you're right. That is a, that's a tough one. Yeah, Dallas has looked really good. And I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of shocked New Orleans in the dome and just kind of spanked them around a little bit. Would it be a shock with Teddy Two Gloves as the quarterback? No. no not my really opinion. No. Um... Tampa Bay goes all the way across the country to play the Los Angeles Rams. That's a 4:05 game Sunday. So another non 1 p.m. game. Um, fully expect the Rams to dominate this matchup. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody. I think the point spread was 10 points on Los Angeles right now. And I could see putting money down on Los Angeles for this one. Yeah. Wow. Is it really that high? Yeah, 10 points. Uh-huh. Now, the Atlanta Falcons are playing at home, and they're playing against the Tennessee Titans. I think this is the most up-in-the-air game of all the NFC South games. Because Tennessee is hot and cold. Sometimes they look good, and sometimes they look awful. Much like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> exactly. That was my thought, too. I was like, huh. I don't know. On paper, the Falcons should easily win this game at home. They are superior talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're have a worse coaching staff. So who knows? 
Yeah. I mean, it's possible that all three of them can lose this weekend, and we can win, and we can move up in the rankings. That's true. Uh, I mean, potentially we could be tied for first place after this week. Yep, that's our goal. Unfortunately, we do have that division loss already, which is going to hopefully not hurt us all the way down the line. But um, by the way, Atlanta is a four-point favorite against Tennessee. Mm. So, <clears throat> a little surprised by that, but I guess you get three points for home. Yeah, three points for home, and then they're saying they're one point better, basically. So. I can see that. I think that's a decent line. Yeah. All right. Well, I believe that is our show, Jerry. Yep. And as always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, we'll read your comment on the air. You can follow us at Twitter at MeowMixPodcast or email any question or comments to MeowMixMailBag at gmail.com and we'll read your question or comment on the show. All right, everyone, we will be back on Monday, Monday. with a recap of a Panthers victory. Whoop, whoop. Keep pounding. <laughs>